Praise the Lord. Well, welcome to the month of May. It's, I think the, the word has already been coming for us that, you know, it, it will be a month of exceeding grace for you in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is full, is full of grace and truth. And we're told that of that fullness, of the fullness of grace that is in him, we've received grace for grace. We've received exceeding grace, abundant grace, and so shall it be as we go through this month in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Very, I'll just share a word with us, and then we'll, we'll have you know, some Thanksgiving time in the presence of God. You know, on Friday during the prayer meeting, she once said something that, that got me smiling and reflecting. And it was like, you know, April came. And the end of April came and everybody were looking at their pay slips and thinking, NI's gone up, this has gone up. Through the month of, I remember towards the end of March, and they were telling us energy bills were going up. How many people noticed the difference? I, I, got, I got an email from my energy provider and they said, you know what? For the next year, your forecast, your energy forecast is, shall I say, some, some of yours might actually be higher. They were like, you know, you're gonna pay like 2,800 pounds, my jaw dropped. And they were like, if you fix it, you pay 3,800 pounds. Now I didn't get that. Well, you, you know, you read something like that and you're thinking, my goodness, from where to where? You're, you're literally working, you know, for the establishment. You get the salary and you're literally going to drop it somewhere. If it's not the energy bill, it's the, some people, their broadband bill has gone up. Everything is going up. Fuel cost, cost of running your vehicle goes up. Housing. And someone said the only thing that has not increased is the salary. So everything is experiencing inflation apart from the salary. In some organizations, there's a salary freeze, a pay freeze. So you know that in spite of everything going up, your net income is not changing. And that, that is enough to make anyone worry. For some of us who would have been hitting the comparison websites, you switch to see which, you know, which works best, which deal can I get? But there, there is an alternative there and there's a better option. You know, um, Psalm 34 verse four says, delight yourself in the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord irrespective of what's happening. Okay, 37, not 34. You know, irrespective of what is happening, what are you doing? What is your focus? What are you, you know, what are you dwelling on? Are you dwelling on the circumstances, the challenges that, you know, are all around you? Is that your focus? Is it, is it where the next meal is going to come from? Is it where the next paycheck is going to come from? Is it how you're going to pay that bill? Is it how you're going to pay that tuition fee? For some, for some students, it's like, you know what? 
particularly if you're sponsoring yourself, I mean, the, the cost of studying is, you know, don't even get me started. I, I was told that some people literally sell houses, sell cars to pay their tuition. Well, the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and it will grant you, it will give you the desires of your heart. Verse 5 of that Psalm 37 says, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and it will bring it to pass. The New Living Translation says, and it will help you. That if, if you trust also in God, if you put your trust in God, it will help you. It will make a way for you. Amen. Amen. Where or who are you putting your trust in? Who are you putting your trust in? It says delight in him, trust in him. He will help you. So in spite of the challenges, in spite of the challenges we're facing, that we're seeing, we should put our trust in God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, just a, a quick digression. Parents, do we teach our children to sing? Do we, do we teach our children to sing? It's not, it's not a rhetorical question. I want a response. Do we? Because if, if, if we're singing, yesterday the men had a meeting and we're looking at some of the instructions Moses gave the children of Israel. And part of it, we looked at Deuteronomy, you know, various chapters, um, chapter six, chapter 31. One of the instructions was, you know, the songs we know as adults that we should teach our children. Children, do you, like, do you guys like singing? So why don't you sing? During praise and worship, why don't you sing? Huh? Because I, I, I looked around and it kind of, it bugs me because I, I love singing, even though my voice might not be the best, but you know, I still, I love singing. And it's something that's been with me from childhood. I'm always saying to my boys that you don't have to have the best voice to sing. Some of us in our own bathrooms, in our own showers, we're the best singers. Even in public, you know what? Your voice is not overshadowing anybody. Sing, sing to the Lord. The Bible even says, make a joyful noise. However you want to class that noise, make a joyful noise to the Lord. Please, let's, let's encourage this. Thing. Let us encourage it. It's... Fathers, let us encourage these things. I'm not even saying mothers now. Fathers, let us encourage these things. Parents, let's, let's encourage our children. Let's continue to teach them. Let's continue to train them. Let's equip them with everything they need to live a godly life, to live a peaceable, you know, peaceable life. God will help us in Jesus' name. God. God, God is a God of absolutes. 
God is a God of absolutes. Um, you know, like, like I said earlier, so many challenges, so many things are happening where if, if we, if I dare say we're in a very dynamic period, a lot is going on right now in different spheres, in our individual lives, collectively in our nation, so much is happening. And sometimes you wonder, where's it all going? God, God doesn't do things in half measures. And if, if God has, you know, said something to you, it will perform it. As we read in that Psalm 37, who are you putting your trust in? Who are you putting your trust in? Because if you're trusting in him, it says he will perform it. He will help you. He will make a way for you if you put your trust in him. No matter how hard the situation might be. I know a, a verse that pretty much sums that up is Romans 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. It's a verse we all know. And it's, it's a verse I want to use to challenge us as we go through this month. It says, and we know, and we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who work the called according to his purpose. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are the call according to his purpose. How many of us are familiar with that verse? Is there anyone under the age of 13 that knows that verse? No? All right, children, can we all stand up? Let's, let's read this verse. Read it out loud, okay? If you're actually now children, teenagers, if you're under the age of 18, 17 and above, stand up. Sorry, 17 and below, stand up. 17 and below, stand up. Please read this verse for me. Romans 8, 28. I'm not going to read it. Okay. If you're, if you are 13, between 13 and 17, read it. Don't, don't rush it. Take your time. Read it clearly. Okay, take it again. Okay, sit down. If you're 12 and below, stand up. You're 12. Terry, which one are you? I said 13 and above. You sat 12, you're sitting. Which one? Okay. All right, so now you guys read it. Romans, say Romans.
God bless you. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are the called according to his purpose. Firstly, it is, and we know, we know, we know there's a knowing. Knowledge is key. What do you know? What do you know? Because what will sustain you in turbulent times, in challenging times, in the midst of the storms, is what you know. So first and foremost, what do you know? What do you know? You know, it's, it's Ozea 4, 6 that says that, no, my people perish for lack of knowledge. What do you know? What do you, do you have that encounter? Do you have that engagement? Have you had that relationship that enables you to know what God is saying? That enables you to know the mind of God? It says, and we know. So there's an assurance. I know for a fact, because I know I'm not faced. If you don't know, then you'll be tossed to and fro. That's the reality. If you don't know, there will be no anchor, you know, to help you be grounded. I, I remember some years back, I, I was, you know, we went out for evangelism and I was speaking to some Muslim guys. I was a young Christian and these guys were, you know, making solid points. And, you know, at the end of I was like, you know what? I know what I believe. Because it was getting to a point that I was almost getting confused myself. I was like, you know what? I know what I believe. So if whatever you want to hold on to, that's fine. But I know what I believe. And truly, do you know what you believe? Knowledge is important. And we know. What do you know? I, I, I have, you know, I speak to kids a lot. And they, you hear them saying, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm always saying, and if you remember in Bible study, I, I said that there was a question I asked. And I said, don't say, I don't know. You know something. What do you know? Start from the point of what you know. Stop confessing, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Know your God. Those who know their God, they'll be what? They'll be strong. They'll do exploits. What do you know? And we know. Praise the Lord. And we know. John 8, 31 and 32. It says, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him. They believed in him. The Jews that believed in him. What did he say to them? He said, if you abide in me and my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So it starts with abiding in him and his word abiding in you. So if his word is in you, if you know his word, it says then you know the truth and the truth will make you free. So do you know the truth of God's word? People are saying there's downcasting. What are you saying? What has God said? The God that said that, you know, it will cause you to walk upon your high places. So even in, in the midst of the valley experience, you should be walking on your high places because that is God's word. 
Because God's words say that, you know, they'll be lifting up for you. And we know. What do you know about God's promises concerning you? His word is yes and amen. So be it. That is God's word. So when those challenges are coming, what are you confessing? What do you know? The second thing, it says all things, all things. And that's, that's why I said, you know, God is a God of absolutes. It says all things. Again, the, the New Living Translation says God causes everything. So th there's, there's an element of divine providence there. Because all things, not some things, not some things. It says all things, every single thing that you can think of, however good or bad they may be. And we know that all things, every single thing, name them, count them, every single thing. God causes everything to do what? It says to work together for the good. So every single thing you can think about, every single thing you're experiencing, every single thing you're going through, it says God causes all things, every single thing to work together for what? Good. So the, the heartaches, the pains, the challenges, name it, whatever name they might go by, since and we know that all things, God causes everything to work together for the good, for good, for good. So no matter how bad those things might be, no matter how stressful those things might be, the Bible is telling you that God makes every single one of those things to work together for good. Praise the Lord. Now, there's a condition. There's a condition. Who is it working together for good for? Is it everybody? Nah. It is to those who love God and to those who are the cold. Double barrel condition. To those who love God and the cold. To those who are the called? So one, do you love God? Do you love God? Two, have you been called? Yes. And as much as you're saved, you've been called. But for, for all things to work together for your good, you need to love God. You need to know that you've been called in line with what? In line with his purpose. In accordance to his purpose. That's the last point. It says, all things work together for the good of those who love God and the called according to his purpose. Amen. Now, what is, what is that purpose? What is that purpose? We, we, we see, you know, a snippet of it in Romans 8, 29 and 30. We see it in the next couple of verses. Because he, he wants you to be conformed to the image of his son. A snippet of it is so that we'll be glorified as the son is glorified. You know, Romans 8, 29, 30, I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. It says, 
For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son, so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, you know, those he chose, having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. So what is God's purpose? That we might be glorified, that we might be as the son himself. And he says, all things work together for the good of those who love God and the call according to his purpose. So if you know God's purpose concerning you, if you know God's will concerning you, if you know God's mind concerning you, remember we keep saying you need to know because if you do not know, you cannot walk in line with his will. As you go through this month of May, whatever the challenge, whatever the concern, it is all things, every single thing. If it's God, and even if it doesn't have a name, you know, God knows it. And he says, every single thing will work together. It causes every single thing to work together for your good. As we go through this month, so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, God will make every single thing to work together for our good because we are loved by God and because we love him and we've been called by him to walk in line with his purpose. Praise the Lord. I mean, just take a word of prayer for yourself. You, it, it's, this is God's word for you this afternoon. It says every single thing will work together for your good. As you go through this month, so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.